When Hashem instructs Moshe Rabbeinu to go to Parah and demand that he free the Jewish people from Mitzrayim, Parah refuses to let them go. In fact, he signs an executive order that states, He increases the workload of Klai Yisrael, making their slavery that much more difficult and grueling than it's ever been before. And the question is, why did it have to happen this way? The Jewish people have been enslaved and oppressed for over 200 years. And finally, they see some potential daylight. But now they find out that not only will they not be set free, but the news gets even worse. So what is the underlying message we can extrapolate here? So I'd like to share with you a beautiful idea from the commentary on Perik Shira. Perik Shira is a compilation of psukim ascribed to all aspects of creation which sing Hashem's praises. The Sheboilis Chitim, the sheaves of wheat, they proclaim, From the depths I called out to you, Hashem. We're all familiar with this Pasuk. It's in the oft-recited chapter in Tehillim, said on behalf of anyone that needs any type of Yeshua. But why of all things in the world, it is the wheat which declares this special Pasuk? What is the connection between wheat and calling out to Hashem, Mimamakim? So let's imagine the life and journey of a stalk of wheat. The typical wheat stalk usually results with it turning into bread. However, the process of getting there is painfully tedious and agonizing. The wheat must be cut, threshed, ground into flour, kneaded, and then thrown into a boiling hot oven and baked into bread. The process involves numerous steps, all of which crush and destroy the wheat progressively more. It is this wheat stalk, amid the depths of despair, while being tossed and twisted, that calls out to Hashem from its deepest recesses. The wheat is broken and shattered. Every day seems worse than the previous one. And yet, every day it turns to Hashem and doesn't give up. It places its trust in Hashem. Then, when it's at its most distressing time, when it's being tossed into a fiery oven, it turns into delicious bread. In life, we often experience the same phenomenon. We strive to grow and achieve. And the more effort we put into it, it seems that rather than making progress and improving our situation, it's going in reverse. It gets darker and more difficult every day. We are so desperately lost and despondent. And just when we reach our breaking point, almost to the point of no return, we experience our Yeshua. Similarly with the Jewish people in Mitzrayim. They are enslaved and tormented. A decree is issued that every male child is to be thrown into the Nile. Moshe is sent to liberate them. But the first effect of his intervention was to make matters even worse. The situation appears hopeless. And just when they are about to plunge into the depths of despair, Geula emerges. And this is our lesson of the wheat. Darkness is not a negative, but rather, it's a necessary step along the path towards light. Only because of our limited perception do we perceive the darkness as an end unto itself. Hardships and adversity are a stepping stone for further growth and elevation. And paradoxically, it is often when things look the most grim that they start to turn around. I recently heard this incredible story. There was a young woman who lost her husband and she had a little son. One day he became very sick. She had to take him to the doctor, but she didn't have any money. And the doctor would not even see him without payment. So desperate, she runs to the rabbi. She explains the situation. The rabbi tells her, 
I don't have any money either, but I'll give you whatever I have. She scratches together a few shekels she had at home and the rabbi's money and takes her son to the doctor. When the doctor examines her son, he says, this is very serious and hands her a prescription. Go to the pharmacy and give him this medicine immediately. But now she literally doesn't even have one shekel to her name. She spent it all at the doctor's office. She walks into the pharmacy and she's so ashamed. She says, my son is very sick and desperately needs this medication, but I don't have any money to pay for it. The pharmacist says, this is a very expensive medication. I can't give it to you without payment. And she breaks down and she pleads with him. Please give it to me. I'll do anything. And the pharmacist says, I have an idea. If you're willing to come here every day for a year and clean my store, I'll give it to you. And the woman thought, a year? But what can I do? My son needs the medication. So she agreed. The pharmacist takes out a paper, writes up a contract, and she signs it. She takes the medicine and heads home. As she's walking down the street, a thug approaches her. He says, give me all your money. I don't have any money. He says, I don't believe you. She pulls out her pockets. See, nothing. So what are you holding in your hands, the guy asks. It's just medicine, she says. He grabs it, opens up the bottle and starts to drink it. Expensive, year-long servitude medicine. Suddenly, the guy turns colors and he spits the medicine all over this poor woman. This is disgusting, he screams, and slams the rest of it onto the ground and just walks away. Now she looks and smells horrible and she doesn't even have the medicine. She turns around and walks back to the pharmacy. She says, sir, I need more medicine. The pharmacist says, why? I just got robbed, she says. He takes out the contract and writes, two years of service, and he gives it to her to sign. As she's about to sign, he asks her, what happened to you? What is that liquid on your coat? And she says, I just told you, I was robbed. The guy took the medicine, drank it, then spit it out all over me. And the pharmacist turns white. He recognized the color. He says, that was the medicine I gave you? This never happened to me before. And proceeds to make her new medicine. He gives it to her and he says, I'm so sorry I gave you the wrong medicine. If your son would have taken that medicine, he would not be here right now. Please don't tell anyone about this. He picks up the contract they had and tears it up. He says, you don't have to work here. Just take the medicine. Refur Shulema. And he created awareness about the plight of this woman and helped her get back onto her feet. Just when she thought, my son is sick, I have no money, and now I got robbed. Can life get any worse than this? But little did she know that it was the robbery that actually saved her son's life. This horrible ordeal ultimately led to Har Yeshua. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.